Welcome to Games Overboard. I'm PJ. I'm Dan. Why am I so quiet? I have no idea. I muted the wrong mic. Way to go, doofus. <laughs> All right. Uh. So, uh, we have something special for you guys. Do uh, we? Yes, because we've been talking about doing these games from the beginning. And we're and finally... we finally got it done. So today, guys, we played Star Wars Imperial Assault. Now, this game is a little old. This was back from 2014. Wow, you researched? I did. It was quick. It was quick research. Um, now, PJ, you've played this before. Many times, yeah. Uh, doing a solo. This is your first time playing with somebody else. Yep. That sounds horrible. Scratch that from the record. Um... How does it feel to play this? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. It feels a lot like playing with myself. God damn it. You set me up for I it. did. I did. Ah, uh, <laughs> god damn it. So it feels very much like the solo. Yeah. So, listeners, what we're going to do for you is this is going to be a two-parter similar to Beast. But unlike Beast... There are two ways to play this game. Yes. We we played the strictly cooperative app-based version that was released after the fact. Because uh, this game was originally a one-versus-many game. One person ran the Imperial um, side of it. And then everyone else played the Rebels. And then after, I think it was a couple of years, they released... Um, uh, an app that a free app, and you could work together against the game. Similar Mansions of Madness and Journeys in Middle Earth. Uh, their other two big box games, right? And so, and this is made by the same company uh, that made those this Fantasy Flight. Fantasy yeah. Flight. Um, I get. I just gotta say that the the box art on this looks fucking great. Oh, all of it. This I is love so it. Good. So this is really the first time I've got to play this. Yeah. I I really like it. I really like it. I've been wanting to play this for years, and I keep begging PJ, and it's like, nah, we'll do something else. The setup is just so much. Um, and I had to reacquaint myself with the rules, and I was like, I just. Uh. We'll get, we'll get there. That. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get into that. Um. So of course. This takes place in the Star Wars universe, the doi, but uh, I, I don't know, is this is this considered Legends, or... What do you mean by Legends? Like, Disney says, screw you, we're not, like, no, this isn't oh. anything. Oh, yeah, it's not part of any canon or anything like I, that, from what I gathered. Um, but I, I really like the artwork, and I really like, I really like the characters that pop up. Uh, we fought... Um, of course, your basic stormtroopers, uh, your imperial officers, and then of course we got to take on things like the Transoceans, which Bosk, that lizard-looking bounty hunter, uh, and uh, IG-88. <laughs> <laughs> so this game is really cool because just like the other games that uh, Fantasy Flight have done, it's randomized. But at the same time, like you're you're getting you're getting a story. Yeah, it's a it's yeah. a little bit of a randomized story, and uh, the things that happen are great, like great story devices and moments, mm -hmm. great story moments. Yeah, uh, we were playing the last um, thing that we played. We tried to save 
some rebels. Four rebel captives, yeah. And uh, just as we had gotten three of them rescued and we were trying to rescue the fourth, IG-88 burst into the building and just kicked the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, it was like he was hiding in the shadows and it was like, surprise! <laughs> that was good, it was good. Of course, what I thought was really funny is before we ever got to that, I tried to break into the room where the rebels were being held without knowing. I just like, hey, what's in this room? Mm-hmm. And I tripped an alarm and it randomizes. <laughs> so the app randomizes what enemies are going to show up. Yeah, some of it is scripted, and but it tells you when it's random. Right, because <laughs> it, start, it starts doing like that dial thing. Yeah, flip, 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 flip. And then it's like, uh, you got this. So we get an Imperial officer is like, hey... Some shit's going down. Let's take a look at it. Yeah, it's just a routine check. Here's an Imperial officer, and we got a fucking turret gunner. <laughs> yes, it's a routine check. Get that turret set right here. We're going to set up a 50 cal. <laughs> just for the hell of it. And, of course, we're right next to a cantina, and all the patrons are like, you know what? Fuck this. We're gone. <laughs> got to get out of here. Um, yeah. So... <laughs> uh, this is fun. Mm-hmm. This you, is fun. This was um, their first take on app-based gameplay. Okay, and it shows because yeah. it is very... I mean, it, it's still sophisticated for an app-based game, but at the same time, you can see that it's really rough. Yeah, there's no music. Like, there's a lot of really cool ambient noise. Oh, yeah, and I'm sorry you couldn't get your... <laughs> your your noise that you wanted to record. There's here. this noise when you like <laughs> when you push like on on certain things. You know, it'll give you like a bleep sound or a bloop Bloop. sound or. But there's one that just goes and it's like <laughs> and it sounds. It's the, it's the classic Star Wars era noise. Yeah, and it sounds wet. It's, it's it's like like you're stepping in something. Is that the sound? Is that the sound that I, that that makes when you step in a cat vomit or something? Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, oh, oh! So if I can find that clip, I'm gonna insert it in here, right here, and I'm gonna put it in there. Um, so let's go over components for this game. The, uh, first of all. This game is fucking massive. It's it's a big game. It's a big box and lots of little pieces and cards. They love their little tiny cards. Fantasy Flight and their tiny cards. I (sighs) don't understand. Um, Like, I get the appeal. Like, oh yeah, cool. It saves on paper. You can can put it in here. But here's the... All right. We'll we'll get into this because these are cons. We'll talk about that later. Um, Components. (laughs) So you get... I mean, you get really well-crafted boards, just like you get from everything else. The difference between this and Mansions of Madness is these are like puzzle pieces. They interlock. Which I wish Mansions of Madness and Lord of the Rings, Journeys of Middle-Earth would do, would have. Like, Me I too. wish they had that. I really wish they would do that for those, because this is really nice. You put them together, they lock, and you're like, hey... Things aren't going to slip. Things aren't going to yeah, go anywhere. No accidental knocking the board. Uh, just like always, they've got these 3D printed minis that look great. Of course, you've got all of the, the classic characters like I'm holding right now. Uh, one of the Imperial Guards. Those mm. big red robed guys. Uh, dude, you really need to paint these minis. Yeah. I think these look great. Oh, yeah. 
And they're like, they're solid minis. They are. They're Compared solid. to the Mansions of Madness ones. Oh my god, these things feel like ten they're times so much better. better. Uh, and that's saying a lot, because we love Mansions of Madness. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and my favorite is, th- thank god we haven't dealt with it yet, <laughs> but like, I really want to see this fucking uh, Chicken Walker come out. Uh, it's terrifying as hell, but it's such a cool-looking mini. Yeah. And, of course, it's the biggest mini of them all. <laughs> yeah. It's it's so cool-looking. Um, yeah, I feel I, like I want to keep that out of the box and just, like, kind of display it. I know. I feel like when it comes out, it's going to be like that episode of The Mandalorian where they go against the AT-AT in the first season. Oh, yeah. Where, like, its red eyes are just glowing through the forest as it's, like, coming at them. Oh, but I can't wait. I can't wait to actually go up against it. But I'm also terrified of going against it. I, I mean, we had a hard enough time with these fucking droids. Yeah. Um, and stormtroopers who uh, supposedly can't hit worth shit, but hit you pretty <laughs> damn good. Yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. But yeah, the minis are awesome. I I really do like the. All the components in this. Oh, the the little, little doors that slide open that's you know, pretty cool. are, are great. The cards are... The artwork is really good. Yeah, I have no complaints with the components, really. Um, uh, the, except... Here it comes. Well, 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 we'll get to the cons. We'll talk about yeah. what doesn't work. So we, so, got, we got quite <clears> a few <throat> of them. We Yeah. This game's not perfect. <laughs> Far from it. But I, I will say that it is fun. Yeah. Like, this you is know, something uh, that I really... like. I really want to set time aside and continue playing this in this campaign that we've started for sure yeah you know what else isn't perfect oh god no dark stories fuck you you ready no cool. yeah it's happening no go ahead whatever it's happening yeah 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 this 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 one is <laughs> it's called a premature death this is this is all you get okay jesus christ <laughs> A man who was expecting to die in a few days dies sooner than he thought. What the fuck? <laughs> it could be anything. <laughs> did, did he have an accident? No. Did he take his own life? Nope. And he didn't have an accident? Nope. <laughs> Die sooner than anything. Uh, the hospital fucked up. Nope. I, I need more. So, <laughs> this is so convoluted. I need more because this is so, so stupid. Like this one might be one of like the worst. I I wish JP were here. I know he would just flip out on <laughs> you right now. <laughs> um, this one's so bad. Fuck. Fuck you. Uh. Come on, this is so obvious. Oh, is it? He died sooner than expected. Wait, did the hospital mess up the dates? No. Oh, they didn't they didn't like they didn't say like you're gonna die one twelve the year and he actually wrote it as like uh the European way. <laughs> no. Okay. No. I don't know. That was a good guess though. That was pretty good. I, I mean like I've seen a lot of people fuck things up because of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We'll come back to it. That's stupid. (laughs) So dumb. This one is... This one's horrible. Oh, god damn it. And when you... 
when you hear it, you're just going to be like, why? <laughs> well, why? I, that, that's how I am most of the time. Yeah. Next time you'll have to do one. I will. I will. We'll, we'll turn the tables. Yeah, goddamn right. It's about fucking time. <laughs> uh, so uh, the components on this, uh, we already talked about the, the minis. We talked about the boards. Uh, you get a shit ton of dice. Yeah. Uh, how many do you have here? You've got... I wouldn't say it's a sh- shit ton. I mean, you get 11 dice. Yeah, it's a lot. Okay. That's, uh, that's, that's more than I've seen in most games. And they're all custom dice. It's not your typical, you know, right. six-sided dice. Right. They all have different markings. Well, they all have the same markings except for three of the dice, but they're in different Each color layouts. die has different faces. Yeah. Different ratios. Like, red dice have the most damage, and... Yellow dice have a lot of surges and things mm-hmm. like that, so they all have like different uh, ability, you know, like different um, strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, and that's pretty cool because it gives you uh, a variety of gameplay for this. Because mm-hmm. uh, every time you're going to do an action, whether that be hit something melee or attack with a blaster, ranged weapon, it's going to give you a different set of dice. Yeah, to attack with. Yeah, uh, I got yeah. lucky because. I've got two weapons. Um, I've got my staff, and then I've got the DH seventeen blaster, and they use the same the same dice setup. Yeah. Uh, and oh, that you know that's something that we should talk about later. But um, yeah, first, uh, let's just talk about how the game works here, because uh, this is a skirmish game. We yes. have never played a skirmish game before. This is the only skirmish game I've ever played, technically, uh, and. You know, with skirmish games, the big things to focus on are, like, your distance from your target, your line of sight with the target. Yeah. Your, it's a lot of tactical movement, hiding behind cover, mm-hmm. uh, things like that, and working together, you know, making sure that you can shoot them and they can't shoot you kind of thing. Right. So, it's a, it's a lot about placement, a lot about planning ahead and uh, guessing where they're going to be next. I'd have to say this is probably probably one of the more tactical games we've played. For sure. It reminds me a lot of things like XCOM. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Just in board game form. Yeah. And, of course, you do have different characters you can play as, and every yeah. character is different. Like, uh, the character I have is a... Um, a Jedi in training. Well, no, he's not a Jedi in training. He's an, he's an exiled Jedi. Exiled Jedi, okay. It yeah. just sucks. I don't have my lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, I know from the Shut Up and Sit Down review video review on YouTube that they did, you can go to get your lightsaber, but if you fail that mission, that's it. You lost your only shot at getting the lightsaber. <laughs> or um uh uh in so next week we're going to do the other side of this game the one one person versus many and in that the person running the empire they want to win so they get experience points so like there's a side quest i also know this from the shut up and sound, sit down video where the like in order for that person to get Darth Vader they say, like, okay, well, you have to go on a side quest to kill Darth Vader. And the other heroes can either accept it and try to kill Darth Vader, and if they fail, the GM, for lack of a better word, the Imperial player, gets Darth Vader. But if they say, no, we're not doing that side quest, then that person gets Darth Vader. <laughs> so 
the only way to stop it is to go and kill Darth Vader, or else the Imperial player gets it. So, I, I like, I'm curious to see how how that works, that dichotomy between it, you know? Now I just want to play as the Empire even more. Because, <laughs> like, I was thinking, like, man, I'd really like to play the Empire since I know how the Rebels work. I want to play as the Empire. And you bring this up, I'm like, fuck it, now I need to play as the Empire. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, the Empire has, like, a hand of cards of all the different baddies they can sick on the Rebels. Yeah! And they're just worth various points. I forget how the points work in it. Obviously, I've never played that, ver- right, we'll that have variant. To, so. We'll have to look that up. Yeah. But this form, so the, the, the co-op version that you do with the app, mm-hmm. it looks daunting. Don't get me wrong. It it, it looks daunting as hell. That seems to be a, a theme with all of these big games that we have. Yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much... Any game, like any hobby game, even a an easy one to play like Pandemic, you show that to someone who's played Monopoly and Risk all their lives, they're going to freak out, you know? They don't know what to do! And Stonemire games, like, they're all designed to be easy to learn, but deep. Oh, yeah. And then people look at the rulebook and they look at how many pieces are in the box and they freak out. This game is no different. I mean, that... Luckily for Angie and I, that's how we got Dino Island and the uh, Kickstarter exclusive <laughs> yeah. expansion pack. Um, like, and you could tell somebody opened that box, looked at it, took everything out for uh, the base game, mm-hmm. and went "fuck no" and put everything back. And they didn't even touch. That's the how expansion. I got Firefly. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, nice. Someone was someone who was a big Firefly fan bought the board game. Opened it up, went, nope. <laughs> they closed it back up and sold it on eBay. <laughs> and where my sister found it very cheap and bought it for me for a birthday present. They noped right the hell out of that one. <laughs> so this game, I mean, it really quickly has become something that I really, really want to play again. <laughs> uh, like continuing this campaign. because uh, I was curious about how you felt about it because you're silent for most of it especially yesterday yeah so so so, yeah, so we did we did start this yesterday and that was mainly the tutorial and what kept me silent was i was like oh jesus fucking christ <laughs> the tutorial is a slog like okay i get it i don't fucking get let's just let's just do this come on and then yeah, the app's like oh, by the way you can like i don't care just let me play <laughs> ah! <laughs> um and even even when we we uh finished a little bit of the the last portion of the tutorial tonight it's like oh my god that's cool okay no that's really cool oh my god i get it shut up let me go ah <laughs> and then it's like hey you did the tutorial now you can go and do the campaign and be a legend i'm like yeah cool okay <laughs> now it's running nice <laughs> Uh, so if you don't have patience, this is not a game for you. <laughs> yeah, or there's got to be a way to skip the tutorial in that campaign mode and <sighs> just continue, 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 continue. Yeah, just skip, 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 skip. <laughs> if it says, "Is this the first time you've played?" Just say, "No, I've played this before." Yeah, because it'll teach you any everything, it, anyways. <laughs> it'll teach you everything. It'll even teach you how to play this type of game, even if you've played it yeah. before. Okay, that is really cool. Like. You don't need to pick up the rule book to 
learn like if you do the in-depth <clears throat> tutorial that's true it and teaches you how to move and then like you don't even have a weapon to start with at first right. you know you have to go pick it up it teaches you how to interact with crates in the game by touching them on the app and uh and then you know like it's like oh you found this weapon put it you know take it from your hand and it tells you everything that you need which is so cool so i really do like that tutorial but for people who have read the rule book and I explained it to you, mm-hmm. and then we go into the tutorial and it re-explains it just tells everything. You everything again. It's like, why did we read? Why did we why did we just sit here and yeah. you know use that basic knowledge we have of reading? Yeah, yeah. But that's really cool that the options there, like, you don't need the rule book, just do this. Yeah, just jump right in. Yeah. Um so the one thing that I really thought was awesome and I mean, I'm sure you did too when we discovered it, was uh, how you can get new weapons. Yeah. Yeah. So in this, uh, it's a very mission-based game So with this app. When you finish one mission, you get money. You get yeah. You get credits, and then you go to a little, a little page that says the armory, and mm-hmm. it comes up with random weapons for you. Like, hey, you can – and that's how I got my, my blaster, which I didn't mm-hmm. have uh, during the first – portion of the mission that's how you got a melee weapon yeah your vibroblade yeah it's um something that i didn't realize until a couple years ago when someone brought it up and now i always use this term to refer to it this game is a dungeon crawler it is it's just like dungeon fighter and gloomhaven all those where you go from room to room killing baddies and stuff like that and then at the end you collect loot and you can you know buy new stuff and get more powerful right and you go to a new place and go room to room, and you know it's a dungeon yeah, crawler. It is just with it is. with guns and space guys, and it's you know, Star like, Wars. It's a Star yeah. Wars dungeon crawler. Yeah, instead of a fantasy setting like most dungeon crawlers. I are. mean, it's still fantasy. It's <clears throat> Star Wars. Well, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> All right, that's a question. Is Star Wars fantasy or sci-fi? It's it's sci-fi fantasy. No, I'm not asking for a middle middle of the road. There is no middle here. of the road. That's what it is. No. I'm okay, asking, if you're gonna is go with that, sci-fi or is it fantasy? Technically it's sci-fi. See, okay, I agree there. But I can also see why some people be like, no, it's fantasy. Like there's no science. It's all space wizards and laser swords. Uh midichlorians for God's sake. Oh god damn it. <laughs> I you know. need to leave. <laughs> it's one of my least favorite parts. Of, well, besides the new trilogy, one of my least favorite parts of Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, that and the you know the fact that they made Luke a punk ass bitch in the new trilogy, where it's like you had so many stories that you could have taken from yeah. Legends, where you could have taken Mark Hamill and like Mark, we need you to be this badass wizard guy. Um, you can be grumpy. It's okay, and like they just shit on him yeah and i know he wasn't happy about it either oh yeah <laughs> that's um, not a secret at all from his you know, interviews so my brother rick and i were talking about this earlier you have this character whose whole story arc is i'm a whiny little bitch farm boy i learned to become this great warrior and i have nothing but anger and hatred in the second film yep to the third film where he's like I find inner peace and the entire reason I win the day, I, I mm-hmm. you know, we destroy the Empire, is because he finds inner peace and redeems his father. Yeah. And now you're telling me that this guy who sees his father 
knows all the horrible shit he's done, says, no, I know there's good in you. I can help you. And suddenly, like, the baddest-ass motherfucker, voiced by James Earl Jones, no less, is like, yeah, man, you're right. I can do this. I can redeem myself. Mm -hmm. And you're telling me that this guy, who is, like, the epitome of hope, suddenly goes, I had a bad dream. That my nephew's a little piece of shit, so I'm going to kill him. (laughs) What the fuck? Well, I didn't think it was a bad dream. I thought it actually happened. No, it wasn't. It was a premonition. He had a premonition oh, that, really? that that Ben is going to be a little piece of shit, and so he goes to kill him, and then Ben's like, shit, he tried to kill me. Now I'm going to be a little piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. I missed that part. Oh, my I, God. I, I blocked a lot of those movies out of my memory. It's for though. the best. Like, yeah. they can be just destroyed. Disney has destroyed. Especially that second one. That second, That second one. I think I'd rather watch the prequel movies before I watch that second movie again. Look, I know the prequels aren't that great, but you gotta admit, the last half hour of Revenge of the Sith is badass. Yes and no. Shut like, up, it's badass. Did you ever see the, the loop of them just twirling their lightsabers <laughs> yes, at each other, yes. and they're like... Not even trying to hit each other. They're just spinning their lightsabers. It's like, what is this choreography? Okay, well, what is this? No, that okay. Super nerd coming out in me. That that actually has a purpose. They're each trying to find where is the best time for them to attack each other, but because they're always one step ahead of each other, and they've trained like Anakin is trained with Obi Wan all his life. He's like, yeah, no, now, no. Now? No. See, now. now. And he's doing the same fucking thing. Okay, so is that like. Is that something that was part of Lord before those movies, or did they like write that in afterwards to fix the the bad choreography? No, that was that was part of it. That was part of it. If you watch that battle again, he tries to do the same move that he did to take Christopher yeah, Lee's hands off, yeah. and he knows it's not working. So he tries again; it's not working, and he knows he's going to be one step ahead. So that entire time they're doing the, the twirls, they're waiting for someone. Someone is waiting for the other to fuck up. I don't know. I don't buy it. Okay, you don't buy it because you never did stage combat or any of that kind of stuff. I have. That's the most interesting part of doing a fight, is watching how the two people interact and when they're going to strike. I just imagine the director being like, they need to be twirling them more. (laughs) We need more movement. Uh, no, you see, we need it to be more exciting. George, what do you want us to do? I don't know. I just, I think you need to twirl some more. Yeah. Just twirl, yeah, like five minutes of twirling. <laughs> no, but really, like that's what's going on in that scene. That's what you say. That's what's I'm going not sure on. I believe that. Oh my that's, god! That's that's like okay. See, this is another thing. Like that's the kind... I'm in that world of building these things, and you're not. Yeah, on the side of just but watching. I'm, but like, you're also coming from someone who loves the project and everything. I could just see someone who's like. <laughs> Like fine, I'll add some freaking twirls into the into the combat. Like I'll no, just, I think I'll just that add was I think that was the Phantom there. Menace where Ray <laughs> Park was like, um, I don't get to speak. You dubbed me over. At least let me be a badass with my martial arts. And George was like, Yeah, okay, yeah, you're scary. Go, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go, yeah, go, yeah, go, do it, go, do it. Yeah, you got two swords on your on your blade. Yeah. So this guy is your friend. <laughs> (laughs) 
<laughs> we can talk about Star Wars all day, but let's get back to the game. <laughs> but what's the game about? Star Wars! Star Wars. God damn it. All right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> Enough movies, no, but, games. But, okay, one more thing okay. about the movies. Okay, okay, okay. So, episode eight. Okay, the one with stupid Rose. All right. Yeah, I now. tried to block a lot of that out. Yeah. Continue. Okay, first off. The idiots who send her, like, hate messages and stuff, like, it's not the actress's fault. No. She did a good job with what she could. I mean, yes. Also, I blame Disney, because... Yeah. And Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> yeah. But nothing happens in that movie. They, the beginning of the movie and the end of the movie, they're in the same spot. Mm-hmm. So that's my first issue. Second issue. There's a 20-minute segment of them going down to Casino World. <laughs> To do a... To find Benicio Del Toro. Yeah. And and save the animals. And then they don't even get what they went to get. Yeah. They leave empty-handed. So that's literally 20 minutes of filler. That yes. I'm convinced that PETA gave them money to put in a, like, to put that segment in. To, like, save the animals. That's my, that's my conspiracy theory. So I'm not going to apologize about any of this. Um, <laughs> if you're a PETA member and you're listening... Don't fucking listen to my podcast. <laughs> Fuck you. PETA is good sometimes. Like no, My- Milo PETA, and Otis. PETA is not Milo good sometimes. and Otis. No, what you're talking about is the animal rights people okay, who are yeah. there on the set. That's not PETA. I guess that's so. something completely different. Yeah, the PETA people are like PETA people. Yeah, are fucking terrorists. If you're a PETA person, fuck you. No, 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 no. <laughs> no fuck you. <laughs> Don't listen to Dan. He's an idiot. We know this. We've established this in fifty some odd episodes before. Okay, so PETA people, this is not aimed at you. PJ, fuck you. <laughs> PETA people. <laughs> As you know, we are confused about you. So we would like you to write in about why you're a PETA person and. To, you know, just talk to us about it because PETA is a very divisive group and we would like to know more. I okay, would like to know so, more. Dan um, would not like to know more. We're, we're actually talking about the animal rights group and not like the delicious bread. The bread's so good. I love the bread, yeah, but the bread I don't awesome. like the organization. Fuck you. Now that we got that out of our systems, everyone. Yeah. Um... Dan, he was expecting to die. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but he died sooner. I d- <sighs> you said it wasn't an accidental thing. No. He didn't get in a car crash. No. He didn't, like, drown in his fucking bathtub. No. Uh, didn't drink himself to death. No. So what works in this game? Euthanasia. Was that what it was? No. All right, I gotta give up. <laughs> uh, what works in this game? So, at least in this portion of it, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, we're just talking about this half of the game, yeah. The the cooperative uh the cooperative gameplay in this works great. Mhm. Your abilities that you're given, they're very diverse. Everybody has something that they can do a different role. I like that. Uh it gives you that idea of like a squad-based combat, but at the same time everybody can do their own thing. Yeah. I really, we already talked about it. I love how the board clicks together. Oh, yes. Oh, it's so good. Like, it's such a a nerdy thing that only board <sighs> gamers will get. You know, like, it's just, I, it's the, so good to, please, if you're going to have a modular board game. Make sure they click together somehow. Yeah. Or like, they, they're, they, and you can't really do it when it's a double-sided game, like a double-sided tile, like all of these well, These are. are. No, I'm saying, like, what I was going to say, which is, like, at least put some kind of, like, stopper on it. 
Oh, if you're not gonna do the puzzle pieces, exactly. Yeah, yeah if you're not gonna do the puzzle pieces, because Jesus fucking Christ, it is such a pain in the ass where one thing happens, and you know people are gonna move the table, things are gonna get bumped. Yeah. It happens all the time. Everything's going all over the place. Even just like picking up a character and putting it back down, it will the weight of your hand will shift, shift the it, tiles. Yeah. Um, or like everything will get pushed yeah. and out of like disjointed. I oh, I hate it. It drives me insane. It's like one of the one things where like I love Mansions of Madness, but I play that and I'm like Arr! That's how I feel with expeditions too. Like yeah. even with the rubber playmat, like they shift. A little bit, you yeah. know. I yeah. feel like I think I think it's because those metal mechs are so heavy that the They're weight pewter. of them, yeah, the weight of them just shifts everything. But that's a whole different story. Uh, we talked about that before. Yeah, uh, the one thing that I, I I'm gonna say this right now: if this is a game that you want, make sure you have a dedicated table for this because this thing is fucking <laughs> huge. Um, I mean, it's not as big as mansions though no it's not like luckily they've kept everything down to like four or five pieces yeah like and, and maybe like four two or three big pieces maybe four big pieces at the most mm-hmm. and the rest are tiny pieces yeah like the actual map of this scenario of both scenarios of the campaign the first two are they take like a two by two square But then you need lots of table space for all the extra minis and tokens and cards and dice and everything else. Right. So before we get into the rest of this, what what do you like? What else do you like? My favorite thing about it is this game feels a lot like Gloomhaven, but with dice. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, again, I always compared Gloomhaven to XCOM, and this game is like Star Wars XCOM. You know, it's this... Fuck yeah. It's a tactical... Dungeon crawler, but with guns and laser swords instead of regular swords and shields and bows. He's, and he's got a laser sword. <laughs> so, Sorry, I just oh. love doing. I love doing George Lucas impressions. And I, I just love saying laser swords too because it pisses off Star Wars fans so bad. That's what George called it. George called it a laser sword. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, if you want to see something funny, Red Letter Media had Rich Evans dress up as George Lucas <laughs> and go to San Diego Comic-Con, and, and he would just go from booth to booth looking for all the Star Wars Christmas Adventure DVDs he could find. And the, the holiday special. The holiday yeah. special. And he would buy all of them and just smash them in front of the people he bought them from. Do you know where that was filmed? This San Diego, wasn't it? The Comic-Con? No, the uh, the Star Wars special. Oh. Soundstage 1, 2, and 3 at Warner Brothers. Oh. <laughs> oh, Lord. That was... that's, that's where Ellen had her stage. So I got to... Look how that worked out. Yeah, well. <laughs> you know how I feel about that woman. Oh, well, how a lot, feel, a lot of people feel about her. Ugh. I don't know. I got, I got friends out in California still like, oh, she was great. I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> Anyone who's worked with her will say different. Yeah, but they, they've they worked on the show. Like, oh, oh, really? Yeah, they're like, oh, she's so great. I'm like, yeah, you weren't one of her staff. We were just there getting people in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everyone, not, like, all the stories of her. Anyways. Yeah, so <laughs> Again, different story. <laughs> if you guys want to know more about these different stories, just email us. <laughs> yep, that's right. We'll talk about it sometime. Yeah. No one emailed about our live stream. I'm sad. You Nice, kind people who seem to be mean at the moment. (laughs) 
bit my tongue on that one, okay? <laughs> oh, Lord. So what doesn't work about this game? Okay, let's... let's Where to begin? Let's start off with... Well, hold the, on. Let's go back to some good stuff. Okay, okay. The stories that this game makes... Oh, my God. ...are great. Fantastic. Well, like, we, like I said, you know, getting ambushed by IG-88. <laughs> Not only is it something that happened, like, out of nowhere, but it also uses an iconic bounty hunter yeah. that you see in, you know, the second film in, in Empire. Yeah. But you also see through a lot of the expanded media. Uh huh. And Dan, being the stubborn person that he is, like he could run, but he's like, "No, I'm gonna stand my ground and I'm gonna beat this guy. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking take out this son of a bitch droid, and I'm gonna save the last guy that's in that party because we can't leave anybody behind." And what happened, PJ? The guy died anyway. He fucking died anyway. <laughs> and I'm like four rooms away, just like. Are you good? You got it? Ow! Fuck! <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Do you, you need me to come help? <laughs> <laughs> so it's little things like that. And I also like, in between missions, there are like little side things you can do, and they're all text-based. Yes, um, but and that was very much like Gloomhaven and Frosthaven. Yeah, the, the road events and yeah. the city events. And that's cool because like, so when we did this one for ours, it was like uh, we had a Mon Calamari. Of course, it was the female version, so it wasn't Admiral Akbar. Still had that sultry voice, though. Yes, that's right. Um, but so this captain was like, "Hey, we need supplies. Can you like go to this little what is this like a dwarf planet or an asteroid mm, belt like or something that, like yeah. that? Like, hey, go to this place and get that shit." And we're like, eh, okay, yeah. So we did it. It was all text based, and we did. We made the right choices. We made the right choices, and we did have to do a couple rolls to do some checks. Yeah, we succeeded those, and we got the stuff. And we, and because of that, we got like some bonus weapons and materials, med packs. Yeah, we got and med packs like and everything. That. Guys, like, hey, you did some, you did some awesome jobs. This shit's for you. We're like, sweet man. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really cool. I really appreciate when they take, like, they didn't have to add in that extra stuff, no, you know? No, They could have just said, you know, they could have been, like, old school DOS yeah. games, like, mission to mission to mission. Yeah. Uh, but this one seems to have, like, it doesn't really even have a thread. It's, like, mission to mission, but because you're taking that journey, you are you are that thread. Yeah. Through yeah. all of it. Yeah. So... All right, so what doesn't work in this game? Okay, let's start off by opening the box. Uh, <laughs> there is no insert. It's fucking atrocious. It's Fantasy Flight. No insert. Yep. Um, I was looking up today before we sat down to play this uh, this second portion tonight. Yeah. Um, people have created inserts. Mm -hmm. 3D printed inserts. You can buy them online, too, for like 30 bucks. And I, I found one. I went, oh, my God, this one's for free, and it has everything in its nice little spot. We're downloading it. We got to print it. Yeah. Uh, it's going to make this so much better. Yeah. The one thing that I didn't see there, but I think we should do, is find those mini cards, but a fucking holder for them. A little deck box for yes. them or something. Yeah. A deck box for all the cards. Yeah. My issue... Is the map tiles. There are 
so many of them and they're in so many weird shapes and they're all numbered. And so I have like Ziploc baggies and, and you know, they're labeled like one to 15 and you know, 16 to 18 and you know, whatever, however many can fit into a bag. I, you know, i stopped there, wrote the numbers on, <laughs> moved to the next bag, tried to squeeze as many as I could into that bag. And I'm like, okay, I stopped at 26 for this one, so okay, that's 21 to 26. <laughs> that's uh, and that's something else that needs to be an organizer all of its own. Oh like these gosh, things yeah. are everywhere, and there are a lot yeah. of pieces. Trying to sort through all the pieces and find the correct one is. I I, uh, I really do like this game. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but it's a pain in the like. You plan a day around it. You're, you have or an to. afternoon. Yeah, you you can't just arbitrarily break this out and be like, hey guys, let's try this out. Like, yeah, this is something like... You plan ahead of time. Yeah, and I'm glad we decided to plan a little bit ahead of time for this because setting it up was like, Jesus Christ, this is taking forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it was a little faster, but it was still a pain in the ass. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> for sure. Um, but, like I said, and if you're going to go that route, have a dedicated table for it. Just, yeah, if you're going to get together weekly or something with your, yeah, with, a with a group to go through a campaign. Or if this, if this is going to be like your fix to get away from the screens, this, this needs a dedicated spot. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So what else doesn't work for you? <sighs> um, not so much the price of the base game, but the expansions. Okay. Are like fifty some odd dollars each. Holy like shit. they're expensive expansions. Well, I mean, I mean, you get really cool stuff. You get a lot of map tiles, which again, then you that's more stuff you have to sort through. Right. But there's like the Battle of Hoth and J- Jabba's Palace and okay, kind of yeah, the, the Battle of Hoth. I know, right? They're like, oh, there's some really cool expansion packs out there. And then you can get little ones too, like IG8 has a little mini pack. And nice. like all the characters that are in these tokens, every single one of these, even the big ATAT, has a character that you can get to replace these little cardboard tokens. Oh, that's awesome. And each one's like eight bucks. So that's pretty nicely priced. That's yeah, that's not a bad price for a mini. But some of those expansions are the bigger expansions, they just seem a bit much for my taste. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Um, and the base game on this one, um, the lowest that I saw, what did I tell you, 78? Something like that. Something yeah, like that. 75 to 78, somewhere in there. And the highest price actually comes from the place where you get all the low prices. Fucking Walmart at, what did I tell you, 118? I think that's what you said, yeah. Or like 110 or it something It rounds up like to that. 119, I think, like, with the change. Yeah, it's, it's, it's up there. Um, over $100. This game is not worth over $100. As much as I love it, I no. I just can't say buy it. No, I mean, not when you can find it online. Even almost... even in the 90s, I wouldn't. 80s? Like, if you can find it in the 80s and 70s, anything lower than 80. Like, I would buy I would buy this game for 70 bucks. Yeah, yeah. I definitely would. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, maybe even 75 Call of Duty 3 is $70. Look I, at that game. Well, I haven't <laughs> bought that one. So you heard about though, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nope. Don't. No thanks. Don't want that one. Uh-uh. The lack of insert definitely does not work. I wish the app would get more refined, but I know that it, the it's the game done. is so old they're not yeah, they're not, they're not supporting that anymore. Um, which is fine. It's it's a perfectly serviceable app. 
I mean, this game is this game is good. Honestly, I would love to have a complete digital version of this. Yeah, turn it into like like Gloomhaven mm-hmm. is now a completely digital game, and that would be great. This would be really fun <clears throat> digitally. That would be great. Um, but since this is what we have, like, I will play this. I will play this. I'm excited about playing this again. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. It's a good game. It is, it is. If you like Star Wars, um, this is definitely one you need to have on your radar. Put it on, like, a wish list or something like that. Keep an eye on it. It dips down to the $65 range. I wouldn't say often, but it happens. Uh, So just keep an eye out if, you know, if you're interested in this game, keep an eye out for that. Because it does happen. Yeah, and uh, of course next week we'll be talking about the one versus one or one versus many approach to it. Yeah. Which I'm excited about. I really am. I really want to see how that plays. Yeah. For sure. So he died sooner than expected. I don't know, PJ. I don't Why know. don't... I mean, why Dan. Why did he die? Dan. I don't Dan. know. I don't know why he died. Because life is cruel and unfair and it fucks you in the ass when all you wanted to do was sit down and eat a piece of pie. <laughs> <laughs> no, none of that's correct at all. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, technically it is, but that's not what's going on here. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm a cake over pie person. I'd rather have a piece of cake. All right, Where are you in the cake versus pie debate? Cake versus pie. It, when I was younger, I'd say cake. Uh huh. Now that I'm older, give me a fucking pie. I have to say my pie tastes have changed. Like I'm, I used to be pumpkin pie or or bust when I was a kid. I love pumpkin pie. Now apple. Apple. I pie love apple. Like I've never gone away from apple. Apple pie is great. Yeah. I love blueberry pie. I love peach. Oh yeah. Uh, my problem with cake. Is even it's too sweet now. It is. Yeah. Even I even agree. like they're like yes, this is the whipped frosting. This is oh, sweet. that's terrible. It's no, like, you're no. like yeah, okay, great. And I take a bite. and I'm like, mm, okay, that mm-mm, mm-mm. you just hurt my teeth. I'm done. I don't have cavities, but holy fuck, that hurts. No, not for me. So I, what did he like eat a piece of cake and choke on it or something? No. Or he ate something and choked. No. He got stung by a bee and he had like an allergic reaction and died. Anaphylaxic shock. I don't know. What? Did did Vlad the Impaler come back and put his ass on a spike? No. This is going to be something really stupid. I know it. The man Uh was really sick. Mm -hmm. He decided to donate his organs to a rich man. Is this help at all yet? Before I go on? Was the guy, did the guy just, like, kill him to teal, take his organs? You're getting closer. Jesus Christ, is this Repo the Genetic Opera? No. This rich man's son mm-hmm. wanted to inherit his father's fortune. So he poisoned the sick man so his organs wouldn't be of any use to his father. How the fuck am I supposed to get that? <laughs> That was stupid. <laughs> yes, he died unexpectedly. Oh, well, we knew he was going to die soon, but he died a lot sooner. How was it? I, I don't know. It could be anything. He was poisoned. Thanks, Sherlock. Jesus fucking Christ. 
<laughs> that might be the worst one we've done so far. Twas murder most foul! Right? Like, with that nonsensical clue. You're Jesus supposed- <laughs> well, like, it would, it'd be one thing if it was like, it gave us the information, like, yeah, so this guy, this guy was sick. And he, he's going to sell his organs when he passes to this rich guy. But suddenly he died unexpectedly. Oh, no, what happens? He's like, oh, oh, now I kind of, okay. I have something to work off I've of got, here. <laughs> I've got more information. No, it's like, hey, this guy was sick and he was going to die, but he died sooner. Yeah, it wasn't even that he was sick, right? It was just he was expecting to die. Yeah, he was expecting to die. And they died. And, but he died sooner. What happened? I don't fucking know. The Grim Reaper is like, hey, you know what? I wanted to catch the baseball game tonight, so fucking come here. I, I don't know. Jesus Christ. God damn it. That was like, that's inf- those things are infuriating. Because it's like, you got to come up with this huge fucking story. And I gave you two sentences, uh, but they're short. Good luck. <laughs> Fuck you, dark stories. God damn. <laughs> Shit. Another thing could have been, he was on Spirit Island. For those of you who've listened to our Spirit Island uh, review, you'll, you'll get that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Real quick, before we uh, get into the end of it here, our one-year look back. Oh! Yes. Yeah. Wow. What was that? One year ago. What did we do one year ago? We talked about Scythe. Already? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, we introduced the game to Owen at this table. That's well, right. Different well, table. different table, but in this spot. Yep. Wow. And ironically enough, a few hours ago, we interviewed Jamie Stegmeyer. Well, we didn't interview him. No, uh, we did. We did a nice we, little talk with yeah, him. Yeah, we did a uh, top three list with him. Of course, this was on your top three. It was. Um, of just what uh, what makes a game fun, or what what is a fun game, what's and a fun why game is it why? fun? And that's funny, because my top three list is like vastly different from you and Shanna and even and him Jamie. too yeah like we all had really different lists so it's a pretty fun listen yeah yeah I yeah I don't know when we're gonna add it in I think probably after tapestry after tapestry because tapestry be, was yeah because that was the whole like <laughs> the whole reason, reason of why we, we had the, yeah. the the conversation yeah but yeah so scythe one year ago <sighs> how how have you felt about it since? I mean, it's still up there of one of my favorite mm-hmm. games. It really is. It brings. We taught it to five new people. Uh, yeah, back in over August. The summer. Yep. At a a meetup that we did. Yep. At uh, at uh, at Helix Helix Tabletop, Tabletop Gaming Guild. Yep. Uh, so that was you know what was really fun for me was being able to play that with with new people and seeing their mindset and how they would go about yeah. something. You know, even when they're just learning, they're picking up, you can already see the cogs moving and they're going, if I do this, I get this mm-hmm. reward. And if I do this, I can do this. Where you and I are just like, oh, yeah, this is cool. Yeah, I'm going to fuck you over. I'm doing this. And you yeah. <laughs> and you always know it's a, it's a good sign when someone goes, I've never seen a game do this before. Right. You know, and we heard that a couple times yeah. in that one afternoon. Yeah, and two of the two of the guys that were playing with us were actually there for something completely different. They were there for like uh what was it D and D. And uh, they just jumped in with us and like I've never yeah, seen they're, they're this. Yeah, they're like D doesn't start till three, so we'll play this. Yeah, until we got then. we got like an hour or two to kill and like I've never seen a game do this before. This is so weird. Yeah, like, yeah but it's cool, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And they all left the table saying they wanted to get they a copy. To get it. Yep. Because 
that's just how this game is. Like, it's so good. It Yeah, and like a lot of the games we play, it looks daunting, but when you start to get into it, it's like, okay, yeah, yeah I like, got this. There are only four choices you can make. Right. And and that's only on the first turn. After that, you only have three choices you can make after the first turn. Yep. So it's, it, when you think about it like that, it's a really easy game to, to learn. It is. Because you only have four choices. The whole game, well, I mean, there's a, an option to get a fifth choice when you get to the factory, but... Right. I Which, mean, well, last time we played, I mean, I booked it straight for that factory. And then you never used well, <laughs> that I ability. Because <laughs> we had to end it there, actually, yeah. like, pretty soon. But it's, yeah, it's so good. It's easily one of my favorites. The first game I ever painted, because it just felt like it needed it. Like, a game of that caliber. Oh, definitely. It needed to be complete, so I bought... All the expansions and painted it. And Honestly, that's how I feel about this one right here, too. It needs to be painted. Oh, there's just too many minis, though. Uh, I don't know. I can't. I can't just, do it again. Gotta, like, you gotta do a quick base I, coat. I painted Journeys of Middle-Earth, and that was... <laughs> that was so much. <laughs> a labor of love. A labor of love. Labor it of was. Stories. It really was. Um, and that's the thing. I like Lord of the Rings more than I like Star Wars. So, like, that's... I. You know, like, I would rather paint more Lord of the Rings stuff before I jump into Star Wars. Nah, man, Star Wars all for me. I like, know, I, I know, yeah. Star Wars. Dude, it's, it's like, one of the big reasons I got into sword fighting. Yeah. Well, this and, and Highlander. <laughs> See, The Hobbit is why I got into swords and everything, so... We ended up in the same place. Yeah, <laughs> just, just two just, different paths. Just uh, we, <laughs> we took that that fork and <laughs> came back together somehow. Yep. Um, <clears throat> how weird, weird. Yeah. Any favorite moments from the past two days playing this game? <laughs> Besides IG88 coming out and kicking my ass, <laughs> I, I really like the we have to stay behind for this guy, and then the guy <laughs> dies anyways. <laughs> I saved, I saved that son of a bitch, and he walked into a goddamn crossfire. And it wasn't one of those things where, like, uh, the app was like, oh. Uh, he wasn't even near any enemies. Yeah, it was, he was it in was, a hallway by himself. And the app just randomly said, oh, because of all the fire that's going on, this guy gets hit and he's dead. And you're like, what? How? Well, I was watching... Um, Again, another reference to Red Letter Media. One of their best of the worst videos. <laughs> it, it was about, like, Bigfoot killing people. And this guy's hiding behind a tree with a gun. And then as he, like, leaps out from behind the tree, his gun accidentally goes off and he shoots himself. Then <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured that happening to this guy. <laughs> it's like that scene from um, um, World War Z. Where the guy runs off the... He runs off the the plane out of the cargo plane oh he's like running yeah. and slips and shoots himself in the head <laughs> and was like what the fuck <laughs> even though it was nothing like the book it was a pretty decent movie oh no i hate that movie oh really? god it was I, it so dumb it, hey. it was extremely dumb but like when was... when you're end when you're ending your whole solution is i'm brad pitt i'm gonna give myself all these horrible diseases oh my god the zombies don't come after me ah pepsi God, I forgot about that. It's like, yeah, <laughs> never mind. I take it back. I like, forgot cool. about that. The zombies won't come and get you, but guess what? You have malaria. Yeah. 
Or guess what? You've got I gonorrhea. Like, cool. You just gave yourself some of the worst, nastiest fucking diseases. I'd rather be zipped by bit by a goddamn zombie than be like, I'm gonna shit my guts out until I'm dead. Like, <laughs> at least bit by a zombie, you're like, oh, it burns, it hurts, it hurts. Ugh. Whoever happened to our World War Z audiobook? I don't know. It's so like Mark Hamill does. One really? of, one of the stories. Oh. He's the uh, the general talking about the tanks, the tank b- battalion oh. going against the zombies. Oh. Uh, he's he played that guy and like, oh, man. When I, when there's I so the, many good voice actors. So when I worked one. in the warehouse, I just listened to like a cheapo audio book of that. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh my god, but it was still so good. Like yeah. just all the stories, and that's what that movie should have been. It should have been an right? anthology. Of yes, stories, an anthology. Yeah, yeah like I or agree. just take one of the big battles. And just like, this is that portion, like, this is the movie. Like, that would have been so much better than what we got. Yeah, I agree. So much better. Yeah. Still better than I Am Legend, though. Fuck that I would, movie. I would watch World War Z three times over before I watch I Am Legend. I, I went to go see that with my buddy Johnson when we were in college. He worked at the, the cinema center. And he's like, it was around Christmas time. He's like, yeah. We're doing a Christmas party, and I get to bring a friend so we can watch a free film. I was like, cool, what are we seeing? I Am Legend. I was like, dude, I'm great. Like, I just reread the the novella. I fucking love that book. This is going to be great. And I watched the movie, and we walked out, and I looked at Johnson. I'm like, that was the worst fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> He's like, oh, it wasn't that bad. I'm like, it missed the point of the fucking story. It completely <laughs> destroys the whole point of the title of the movie. Like, it just <laughs> fucking destroyed it. <sighs> I, I'm sorry. I have lost more respect for Will Smith in the past few years, especially after the slap heard around the world. <laughs> uh, like, now, whatever respect I had left for him is gone. Like, it's now in the negatives. If What's he were... on Chris Rock's face? Fresh Prince. Fresh, well, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, you know, oh, that I, joke. I, I, I just, I can't. Like, any any respect I have is now in the negatives. If he were a D&D character, he'd be dead. Like, my respect is just gone. But don't worry. He's making an I Am Legend 2. Not making that up. That's happening. How? <laughs> based Robert... on, it's based off the alternative ending. No. The alternative ending, he dies. Yes. It's based off the theatrical ending. Robert yeah. Neville is dead. Period. End of story. Uh-huh. In the book, it was, well, they've got me in prison and they're going to execute me. Yeah. In the very first adaptation they did, called The Last Man on Earth, starring the great Vincent Price, he dies at the end. Yep. In The Omega Man, a decent adaptation starring Charlton Heston, guess what happens? He dies at the end, but in this way it's a messiah figure, which, eh, eh, nah, not so fond of. I never saw that one, so. It, it, just, you gotta watch it. It's not a great film. Yeah. It's not a horrible film. Yeah. Like it does it it it's the 70s. Yeah. Okay? It was all right. But instead of a plague it was like nuclear fallout bullshit. Uh, like it's, it's I want okay. one to be about zo- like vampires. Like That's what it was. Vampires. Yeah, but like I want one to just follow the book. I want one to scientifically explain why vampires are 
the way they are, like the book does. Mm -hmm. I want it to be all about loneliness and isolation and what that does to your mind, because that's what the book does. So I want it to be about some regular guy, not some scientist, unlike the movie. And so and I, I think it was IDW. I think it was IDW. I could be wrong. They it's did, probably IDW. They, they did made... a graphic novel of it. Mm -hmm. I, I actually, I have it. I'll let you borrow it sometime. Oh, they sweet. did a graphic novel of the entire novella. It it's great. Yeah. It's so good. Like, you can actually put a face to all the characters that you read about. And I know Richard Matheson goes into description, but, like, the artist really captured what these characters look like. Hmm. It's great. And, like, it does. It goes through everything from, like, when, when he... Uh, sleeps too long and he's like shit 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 i gotta oh, go do this yeah. you know and like he comes back to his home and he's like oh they fucking ransacked it they turned off my like they destroyed my generator and forgot like about all that. of my food yeah. that i had like some of it's okay but the rest of it like the fridge is is defrosted and i gotta throw all this out now i gotta go to the you know the store that's left, and try and find another one, yeah. or maybe try and fix it. Like he it shows just him like going the, through the all of the creepiness of like people who used to be your friends and coworkers <laughs> and outside, neighbors, yeah, and like, call, like calling your name and trying to get you to and come that's out. Like, that is one of the greatest scenes uh, that they that they illustrated. Was his? It was. It's not his neighbor. It was his coworker who he like. I can't remember his name. I can't remember the character's name, but like. He's constantly calling for him. Yeah. And, like, the way that they have him drawn with, like, these manic eyes is like, Neville, come out. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. it reminds me of that scene from The Warriors. Like, come out to play. Yeah. It's it's so good. I'll let you borrow that book. Oh, it's yeah. so fun. I Yeah, I just want someone to do that book right. I really do. I don't think you're going to get it. No, because... You're never going to get it. People don't understand that all we want is for you to be faithful to the source material. That's all we... And they're like, no, because then they'll be bored, because they'll know what's coming. Yeah, we'll know what's coming. <laughs> exactly. Okay. That's why Game of Thrones Season <clears throat> 1 is so good, because it followed the friggin' book. Not just not just that, <laughs> but do you, know how many, do you know how many more people have not read the source material? Yeah, exactly. But even so, like, Witcher Season 1 followed the book. Great. Yeah, followed those stories yeah, perfectly. It was great. Season two sucked. Season three sucked. Why? Didn't follow the books. Halo, the TV show, sucked. You know why? It pissed me off. Didn't to follow the lore. Last of Us, amazing. Followed the video game almost to the T. Like, just stick with it and it's fine. Just do they it. Won't do that. They'll never do that. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's too predictable. I know, and, uh, I know. Well, here's the thing. So I I, <sighs> I know we're long-winded and everything. We should wrap this up. But I just want to say this. If you have a movie that's based on a book or that's adapted, like, I get it. Adaptations, you may, you change some things so it flows better. Yeah, and certain but, things you have to do because it works better on screen than right. on tech, but text. But when you read these books, you have these images in your head. You have that imagination that... The, yeah. Oh, this is how this would look. This is creepy. Oh, this mm -hmm. looks great. This would look fantastic. And the thing that makes people excited, like especially me, being a fan of that property, of reading those books, those stories, is watching it on screen and going, oh, yeah, I know this scene. Yeah. Oh, my God. They did it even better than I imagined yeah. it. Like, it that's looks the best perfect. Part. Yeah. Like, Just like the, seeing it come to life. Like the T Rex scene <laughs> from Jurassic Park. 
mm-hmm. like the novel where they're talking about it coming out of the pen. Like yeah. you read that and you're like, oh my God. And then you see it on the big tree and you're like, oh, <laughs> that was creepy and great. Like yep. movies need to take those big key moments and go, no, this is a key spot. It needs to be done. It yeah. needs to be done right. You can't gloss over it and you can't omit it completely. Mm-hmm. Yep. <sighs> now that I've had my movie rant on our gaming podcast. <laughs> we we went a little off topic. Uh, a, a, a lot of off topic. Yeah, not actually. We haven't been talking about stuff not game related for that long. It feels like it's been a long tangent. Well, you know, I'm long winded. All right. Yeah. So Star Wars Imperial Assault Part 1, the co-op app-based campaign. Awesome. Really awesome. Next week, we'll get to you with the the base game. The one versus many. The way it was designed. Right. The meat and potatoes. <laughs> yeah. And we'll let you know how that plays and how that feels. From what I've heard, it's probably going to be pretty good. I don't know. We haven't done it yet. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. Uh-huh. So that's coming up. A tapestry is coming up sometime this month. At like 100% we're reviewing that before Definitely. the end of the year. Because I love that game. <laughs> and Shanna wants to gloat. <laughs> and- of course. And we ha- and we had Jamie on the show, so we ha- we gotta get that. Yeah, we gotta get him out. There. We gotta get that clip on there too. And what better way than with the game that inspired us to contact him for him to be on the show? <laughs> inspired the conversation exactly. So as usual, listeners, uh, if you like what you hear, if you want to hear more of us going off on tangents, let us know. If you want to hear less of that and just more about the game, let us know. If you want to hear more dad jokes. Let us know. We want to hear from you. Yeah, feedback is uh, greatly appreciated. Otherwise, we're just two assholes talking. Which we don't have a problem with at all. Nah, I mean, we'll I mean, do it anyways. Kind of what we do. <laughs> 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 so, uh, with that, everyone, have a great week, and we will talk to you next week with Star Wars Imperial Assault Part 2. Yeah. See you, everyone. See you, guys.